Hi, this is Charles Kelly. How are you doing? Now, I've, I've entitled today's talk, uh, How to Find Your Gold Mine Property Area. What does that mean? Uh, it's basically finding an area that is your particular gold mine in your property search. That is assuming you want to get into property or property in investment. And, you know, I, I go to a lot of seminars and webinars and, uh, you know, I attend a lot of training over the years. I've, I've attended you know, dozens of courses and um, groups and mastermind groups and, and that sort of thing. And I, and I still do. I, I believe in training and, and continuous professional development, if you like. And whenever I go there, it's always interesting. I, I go in a room and I meet one guy over here who's from Newcastle and that, that's his gold, gold mine area. And you meet another one from Cornwall and, and this girl over here from Norwich. And and they, they've all got their, their areas and they're all gold mine areas to them. And you know, then you get the people who hop around and, and people who, I meet people in London investing up north and then literally people up north who want to invest down in London. And you think, well, you know, that they're hopping around, crisscrossing the country. Uh, does that does that really make sense? And then you meet the people who say, well, my area doesn't work. This, this strategy, whatever we're learning about, doesn't work in my area. It might work 200 miles away. It might work in South Wales. It might work in Nottingham, but it doesn't work here. And, you know, the, the, then the trainer says, well, I know someone who's doing it in your area and I know someone. And, and you know, if, but if you marked out all the areas where it doesn't work, you know, it would wipe out the whole country. Nothing works in anywhere in the country. So so clearly it's, it's more of a an attitude of mind and also learning how, how to do things right and, and learning how to find your, your, your gold mine area and, and, and what should be your gold mine area. So gold mine area can mean many things to many people. Uh, th there's no one strategy, one gold mine area, but believe me, every area does have its its sweet spot. Now, not not every part of the, of the area is going to be right, but there, there's always a sweet spot in, in pretty much most areas in the country, unless you're in a, a, just an area that's completely you know, a ghost town or whatever, but there's not many of those. And and even in the ghost town, you'll find somebody there making money from, from property. Now, today it was announced that John Lewis are going to turn some of their, their stores into into housing. And, and that's an interesting concept, isn't it? I don't know if it'd be the ones in the shopping malls. <laughs> I can't imagine going into a shopping mall and then going up, going up to your bedroom. But, you know, whatever. They're, they're, they're realising that some of the retail... Um, Things that are going on are not not viable anymore, and and they get into housing. And this is what a lot of developers are doing. They're, they're turning ex retail properties and and ex offices and pubs into to residential. So, know know your area. As I said, every area has a sweet spot. But I think the thing you need to do is decide on, on what is your your strategy first of all. What what are you going to do in property? Now, property doesn't necessarily mean just buy to let, but buy to let still works for, for people. Uh, you know. Two million people are doing buy to let. Millions of people are doing it for enhancing their pension, for giving them an income, uh, because you you know uh, you can get a good income from property more than you can get in the bank, and you can get the, the possibility of capital growth. But what what you know are you going down that particular route? If that's for you, that's that's fine. Go down the buy to let route. Do you want to be a landlord, or does the idea of uh, being a landlord really put you off? Do you, do you like dealing with people? Can you deal with tenants? Are you good at managing property? Could you build a rent to rent business where you don't need any of your own money at all? You know, you can start off by by managing property for other people and making money in that way. 
do you want to develop properties? Do you want to, to buy, refurbish and refinance to get your money out? That's another strategy. As I said, you want to get into commercial conversions where you're converting ex shops, pubs, retail units into, into uh, residential, perhaps on properties which started off 200 years ago as residential and become commercial. Now they're going back to residential. That there's all sorts of strategies. It's not just one size fits all here. Now, people say, well, I need money to get into property. Well, that's not necessarily true. Some people are cash rich and time poor. And there are people who are time rich, but cash poor. You can merge those two, those two people to, to provide an ideal partnership. Uh, somebody with money can back someone who's got the time to do, do the legwork and, and do the research and find properties and find deals and then back them. And I learned many, many people have got into property that way until they had enough money to, to then be the, the cash rich person and then do their own deals. Now, the other thing is, I think you've heard this expression, location, location, location. I think there's even TV programs called location, location, locations. I think what you've got to do is use this expression, view, view, view. Get out there and view properties. Look at properties. You don't have to buy everything you see. You don't even have to buy anything you view. Get out there and view. You know, talk, start talking to agents. Get online. You can do a lot of work online and, and start doing viewings. You don't necessarily have to go running around to every viewing, but you, you should be looking online on, on Rightmove and Zoopla and sites like that and, and talking to agents and, and actually getting out there and getting your hands dirty and, and, and viewing properties. Um, you know, I know a guy in America that had a strategy. He'd view a hundred properties. Um, you know, he'd, he'd narrow them down probably to, to about ten, and then make ten offers uh, with a view to get in one or two deals. You know, the hundred, ten, one strategy. You know, whereas most people they don't even go out and look at ten properties. They, they they might go out and look at one or two and buy one and just get into buy to let, and that's it. You know, they're, they're doing buy to let, but you don't have to do that. You, you've got to be. Uh, I, I think viewing is 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 obviously free no one charges you to go out and view property but you can learn a lot from viewing properties you can you can meet other investors at viewing at viewings so there's lots you can do in, in viewings now you might say i haven't got time i haven't got this I'm, you know, there's all sorts of excuses you can come up with but i'm going to tell you about a guy um he, he was disabled he's in a wheelchair uh, that i knew many years ago and people around the auction used to call him the wheel uh, it's a bit of a derogatory term. It's not politically correct, but they say, oh, here comes the wheel. And he used to come in with this wheel. A big guy came in with a wheelchair. Now, he was one of the most successful property people I knew, actually. Um, you know, very, very successful. And he almost used his uh, disability to his advantage because he had to really uh, use his time effectively. He couldn't uh, waste any time. Now, this is before the Internet. So he did a lot of work on the phone you know, by, by post and even before email was that popular, he, he was in property, uh, but he became very successful and, and got other people to do a lot of the running for him. But he still went out to viewings, but obviously it was a bigger effort for him to go out to a viewing than it is for you and I. But what, what I'm saying is that it didn't put him off. You know, he was still able to, to make money in property despite uh, the obvious disadvantages that, that he had. So I, I was always kind of inspired by the wheel. And, and a very, very smart guy. He, he, he did a lot uh, in auctions, but uh, I'd say he was one of these guys that waited to see what happened at the end of the auction. And then, then he would start his work and start putting in his offers, whether that be on the phone or at, at the back of the room or whatever. So he, he, was, he was a very smart guy and he knew his stuff inside out. He knew 
every strategy. He knew every uh, trick in the book, as you might say, and he, he knew the property law as well. Uh, so he was very, very well trained at a time before there was any sort of training courses, really. He, he knew his stuff. So very successful. So you've got to do your training. You've got to do your CPD and know what you're doing and never stop learning. Now, uh, uh, I'd say your goldmine area should be an area that's close to you. OK, not not more than an hour away, an hour's drive, 45 minutes to an hour's drive. Now, again, uh, I was talking to a guy just recently. Now, he lives in Kent, but he's been buying properties up in Durham. And he said, well, it's a good deal. I, I, I can uh, I, I get a guy. He finds the properties. I, I He does them up. I buy them. So so someone is buying properties, say, 25,000. I'm just using this example from a year or so ago. 25,000. He then does them up. Um, and repackages them at 35,000 and people from London and the South, like, like my friend, buy them and then they get around about a 10% return on, on their money. So it's not a bad deal. Um, although, you know, a property in a mining town in Durham has probably not got as much potential to go up in value as somewhere in, you know, an area in the Southeast where there's, there's, there's more employment, there's more going on. But nevertheless, he's happy with that. He's, he's sort of retired, so he gets an income. But then, then I talked to him and said, well, you know, what about your own area in Kent? He said, oh, Deal's gone up massively. I mean, he, he, he used to live in Deal, and he's not that far from Deal in Kent and that south coast. But, you know, Deal has even been featured on TV shows. You know, uh, you know, a lot of London people going and buying second homes and even moving down there. And the prices have almost gone up to sort of London, London prices. But he knew Deal years ago. And you know, he was there before that boom started. And, and he knew the area very well. And then, then he said, yeah, I should have got into it. My, my son is a builder and he lives in Deal. Hello, your son is a builder living in Deal, which is a hot area. And, and he's known it's been a hot area for the last five years. That could have been his goldmine area. And he actually had a son who lived there in, in the area. In fact, you know, to be fair to him, he was telling his son, look, you're not on the property ladder yet. Why don't you, you find a few properties, do them up. I'll pay for it and we can work on it. And, and the son said, yeah, 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 yeah. And now the son's only just come back to him and said, what about buying some properties in Deal? Now, that's never too late, but you, you sort of mean he had, he was, on his doorstep, he had a, a, what I would call a gold mine area. In fact, there's several areas around Deal that have gone up a lot in, in the last five years, I'd say. So he, he had that, that gold mine area. So look at where you are. I think there's always opportunities where you are. You don't need to go hundreds of miles. You know, I mean, so many people in London are rushing off to South Wales and up north and south and, you know, all over the place to buy properties. In fact, I was talking to someone recently. She called me up and said she sold a property. Um, she lives in, in, in uh, Hertfordshire, but she wants to buy holiday flats in, in Norwich, Norfolk. Not Norwich, but Norfolk, right out on the coast in Norfolk. I said, yeah, that's great. But, you know, why, why not? I just fancied it. You know, it just looks good. Um, you know, that, that's fine. Um, but... How are you going to manage these properties? Well, I'll get someone to manage it for me, you know, that sort of thing. So then I, I, I just started delving a little bit deeper and found out that her partner is actually a builder. And she lives not far from areas that I would consider to be very good areas. In fact, she, she was born and brought up in Milton Keynes. Where, and there's still lots of opportunities in Milton Keynes, Northampton. She's not far from those, those areas. And uh, her partner's a builder. So she's, she's got the... the, the the tools there, to use a, a builder expression, but she's got the tools and the setup to do developments not far from where she, she is because she lives near areas where there's plenty of opportunity. 
why go to to buy you know holiday places in in far off Norfolk there's nothing wrong with Norfolk but it's a long way from where where she is and it's a, a lot of running around to do and and that is really just you know glorified buy to let when she's got the team with her she's got the power team to, to do developments in fact years ago she worked as an estate agent and she she knows that she knows how to find property so it's, it's not like she hasn't got the knowledge so what i'm saying is don't always look for opportunities far away in fact i'll tell you who said that um napoleon hill the author of think and grow rich napoleon hill um that's my dog-eared copy he said don't always look for opportunities far off in the distance look right where you look for opportunities right where you are and that could be whatever business you're in whatever you're doing you don't need to sort of go around the world to find things you can find things where you are i knew another guy that he's bought properties all over the place he's bought properties in the far east he's bought properties in spain he's which he can't sell for the last 10 years he's bought properties in france one of them he took you know 10 years to sell and had to sell it for ten thousand pounds a house in france i said why don't you tell me <laughs> And, and he's bought another house in France, which, which is stuck with it, you know. Uh, and then he buys properties all over the place, but not where he is, you know. So his his strategy is, he hasn't got a strategy, basically. He hasn't got any particular, so his, his approach is very scattergun rather than like a laser. So I, I'd say, you know, if you're interested in getting your property, don't just go out and buy something in France or buy something all over the place. Drop me a line, charles at charleskelly.net, and I'll, I'll put you onto some courses and free seminars and webinars that you can go on to start learning how, how to get into to property.